This week, that was the last three trio, and we are starting our new trio, and we're calling it How Do I Adult Again? So the first episode that we're going to do about this is going to be about jobs, and it's going to let you as a listener get to know us a little bit better. Um, I am joined again by my brother Ryan. Hello. John. Hello. Steve. What's up? And Rich. Hello. So uh, the first topic that I wanted to start with is what do you do so we can get a little bit more of a background as to who we are. So Ryan, why don't you start with that and tell the listeners a little bit about what you do to make the moolah. I'm a mail carrier. Yay. So exciting. (laughs) So you just pick up dudes and drop them (laughs) off? It's my side hustle is picking up other people. But no, I, I deliver mail for the United States Postal Service. And how fun is that? Depends on the day. Yes. Some, day, some days you walk around and it's really nice out and it's great. Some days you get bit by a dog. So, Once again, you, know. you shouldn't have been carrying Omaha fucking steaks. <laughs> <laughs> or Trump steaks. Or things that smell good. You're probably just delivering something from Adam and Eve no. and the dog got really excited about it. The, the, the dog, the, the, and the best part of that is the dog... The owner got mad at me because the dog broke the door to come attack me. <laughs> and the owner got mad at me the next day. I'm like, dude, I I got attacked by a dog. You don't feel bad? He's like, no, you were in this area. <laughs> like, like, oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. You can pick your mail up at town hall. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rivnot, John, what do you do? I, I, I gotta tell you, I've had exactly one Twitter follower. <laughs> And it makes me really happy. Is it your mom? No, it's your mother. I'm pretty sure I know who it is. I'm not going to name drop this person on on the podcast. Is this person? Just know, I know, and I'm very happy for it. You're welcome. It's not Steve. It's a female. Ooh. Anyway, that sound is me cracking open a beer because that's what I do for a living. I'm a bartender. Yes, that's uh, a very a local bar. That we've gone to a couple times. He's a decent bartender. I, I'm not a good one by any stretch of the word. I, I freely admit this. But the fact is that people seem to like me. Because being from Connecticut, you know, I tell everybody the best lie I have is that I was raised in Illinois. Which is a half-truth, half-lie. Mostly lie. Not going to lie here. It's probably like... It's, it's a lie because I've known you since you were... In what kindergarten? Listen, we were yeah, in kindergarten together. We were in care. We sat next to each other. That's how we became friends. And then I found out yeah. that you lived two streets away from me. Yeah. But here's the thing about this, and then I will let Steve introduce what he does. Spoiler alert: it's something pretty okay. Um, <laughs> also, how hard is it to make people like you when you're literally giving them a substance? That makes them like everybody. <laughs> if it's free. I'm like, I you have know? to pay for it. So. I'm going to tell you right now, I have a penis. <laughs> it's a lot harder for me. True. Than True. it is a female. Hashtag but, sexist. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> no, but, I mean, growing up, yeah, yeah, drink the beer. It's delicious. I, for those of you, quick, quick, uh... For the thing, it's uh, from Graysale Brewing out of Rhode Island. It's the Hazy Day Belgian-style wit. It's a delicious, tasty beer. It's not very cool. No. So I... Sponsor us. Yeah, please sponsor us. It's, your, your beer is delicious. Um, <laughs> 
No, so I ever growing up in in Connecticut, you know, when my parents got married, the agreement was that my my mom got to take a trip back to where she was from, which is Illinois. So that was one of our family vacations that we would go to Illinois for a week in the summer, and I kind of just started telling people it was like, yeah, every long weekend, winter break, summer break, Christmas, blah blah blah. I was out in Illinois, so I was quote unquote, and I'm doing air quotes for the people in the room, raised there. And I would throw on a fake Midwestern accent, and they'd give me more money. Uh, I'm sorry, John, to tell you this, but you're a Connecticut Valley asshole. I know. And that's just who you do, are. Do you know how we all... Here's the thing, though. <laughs> if we go by the starter pack meme, I don't have a lifted truck, I don't do Skull, I do like Monster Energy drinks, but that's besides the point. And also, my name is not Kyle! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not sure what that has to do with it, but let's uh, move on a little bit to, let's move one person over to Steve. Uh, tell everyone what you do, Steve. Um, I clean toilets for a living. Told you nice. Wanna, you want to expand on that a little bit? And you uh, make Steve. more money than all of us. Do you, yes. do you go around and just randomly clean toilets? Uh, <laughs> technically, yes I do, but it's only in uh, school systems. I work for a town in Connecticut, and uh, it's a government job. Custodial engineer. Uh, I've I still would like to just be called a janitor, just because fuck everyone else. Well, yeah, but I mean the PC air quotes PC term is so custodial engineer. No, right? I'd rather be a janitor. Don't well, I? Everyone wants to I, feel more important than they are. He's an engineer. So. Yes, he is. Wow, a, I never knew you were an engineer. He's yeah, an engineer I can or toilets. build things for you, like he can build toilets, toilets. <laughs> which are not hard. I just have to figure out how to. Yes. <laughs> How does the toilet work, Steve? Uh, you pull a lever, or press a button, or just walk away from it, and it just goes, and it's gone. Oh, I, I love the giant <laughs> spiky sound wave that you just made. I, I'm, you know, thank you for messing with your editor once again. You're welcome. So. Uh, me and Rich, basically, we work at the same place. We, Rich and I. Rich and I. I apologize. Uh, John is not only a bartender, but a grammar Nazi. I, <laughs> fun fact. I am German. So Rich, Rich and I both work for a data backup company. We're both in the technology field. Uh, we do slightly different things at the company, but we basically do technology stuff. Yeah, they make sure that they've turned it off and on again before they have to do anything else. Yes. With their five or 18 monitors at their desk. Hey, I only have eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. ten. Meanwhile, there's yeah. four in the room right now. Yeah, seriously. Right. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you technically count laptops, but... Okay. I do. Okay, well, whatever. So the next question that I had is, is your job a real job? And the way that I wanted to go into this is not to offend anybody that's listening that may have, like, food service or anything like that. But what do you define as a real job, as an adult job? A job that gives you benefits, I believe, is a good... And, and also is, like, not... Wouldn't that make John's job not a real job? Absolutely, it would. Yes, so you're, you're telling John that he does not No, no. <laughs> see, the thing is, is I used to be a chef, and that was, I, I considered that a real job, even though I had no benefits from it, but at the same time I was making enough money, and it was stable enough that 
I never had to worry about it. I had no, I, I wasn't relying on the kindness of strangers to give me money or anything like that. So I don't, they're not strangers anymore. They're friends. As soon as they had that beer Drunk and learned friends. their name. No, well, you do. So the, the screwed up thing is like, I don't want to say that I have regulars. I have semi-regulars where it's like, I see them maybe once a month. But it's it's like that old friend that you see once in a while. And having it's... having a regular at a bar, in the same vein as having a regular when you're a waitress, is a very bad thing. <laughs> if they're there every night, <laughs> that is that is not but, a good thing. But to be fair, you know, I was only a bartender for the late nights to close the place out. Otherwise, you know, to build you a quick little shadow image in your head, the restaurant I worked at has an actual bar. And then there's a set of tables that are high tops, which is what I used to take on the, the busy Friday, Saturday nights until they either didn't need me anymore uh, and I got sent home or I was closing on Friday nights. I would actually become the bartender. My patrons that sat on the tables preferred me over the bartenders. And I actually, you know, I get texts once in a while. It's like, hey, we're going to be a copper. Uh, I know you don't work there anymore, but will you be there, you know, anytime? I'm like, yeah, I'll come down and have a beer with you. And like, I, I genuinely still go out and see some of the people that I used to serve and just grab a drink with them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's definition of, of a regular, someone that you talk to all the time. So, Steve, tell us why your job is a real job. Um, my job is a real job for the fact of I work for the government. No surprise there at the moment. I make very decent amount of money. I have insurance. I... Going get, back to the benefits. Yeah, so, I get all the benefits. A couple years ago, I had emergency surgery. It cost me 25 bucks instead of the $32,000 it would have cost me. See, at that point, I'd rather just die. <laughs> also, it, also, they can't just walk up to you and fire you right now, can they? No, I am Same also... Same thing for my job. I'm also part of a union. So, with the union, yeah. uh, because I've been in for so long, after I finish up this year, I'll have 10 year in which is after working five years, it's I get extra money like every few months because I've worked for so long for the company, which is a cleaning service for the most part for school systems. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? Not really. So, no. so it's a company that that run that runs. So you don't do you work for the the schools or do you work for a company that works for the schools? Technically, I work for the schools, okay. which is owned by the state. Or which is owned by the town, which is owned by the state, which makes it a government job. Funded through the state. Funded through the state or whatever. Okay. So, I mean, but I do that too when I work the elections every, you know, referendum or whatnot. I mean, yeah. I work for the town of, of Seymour. I just, everybody can know where I live, you know, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Bring it on, people. Send me your hate mail. Yeah, good luck. Okay, so speaking of hate mail, let's let's go into a more a uh, little touchy subject. What is not a real job? Well, what about you guys? What do you do? Yeah, I was about to yeah. Say. What's oh, not a real job is tech support. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> just unplug so, it. Well, well, no. I think well, what is makes, it plugged in? I, I think what makes <laughs> Justin and you do it too, right? Is your rescue ranger for computers too? Also, what, the disaster recovery. Yeah, that's that's a completely different thing. That's that's a separate side. But yeah, like, deal with the company. Uh, maybe I'll get into that a little later. But that's yeah. that's harder to explain, and that's not fully what I do. That's just some. You're a rescue a ranger for computers. There if you go. If you want to say that, that's that's sure. fine. But exactly. the computers are more but... important than the people in more torn areas, like like Charleston, South Carolina. You go or to in you, Texas. you go to Uganda. 
and they're just <laughs> shooting in the streets, and you just walk in, and you're just like, is the router working here? Hi, I'm a medic. <laughs> For your computer. I hate you guys so much. I, I got shot in the arm. But is your computer turned on? Holy shit, now the watch got shot by a bullet? I might be able to fix that. <laughs> I hate you guys. All right. <laughs> Do you want to explain a little bit of our, well, our job? I was going to go, go uh, off of what you, everybody was saying, because I think I have a very different definition on, uh, even though I have technically, by Steve Sanders, what a real job is, but I technically have a different definition from past job experiences. Okay. Oh, I, I do as well, yeah. but I just didn't want to get into it. Yeah. So basically, in my opinion, like what a real job is, A, like you can always go out get your own medical insurance and everything else if your company doesn't accept it or doesn't actually offer it. So really what my real like definition of what a real job is, if you can make a living, if you can afford your car, your uh, bills like cell phone, internet, shit like that, food, and you can actually afford cars, go places, uh, gas, stuff like that. Like, whatever you do, if you can afford to do all that, have medical care for yourself, put shit away for ones who actually are old, decrepit, and can't work, hmm. then that's a real job, no matter See, what. But so, they have an opposite side to that, because and, but, there's people that don't work, and they get money from the government. Yeah, it's a real job for them. they're still able to survive. But they're not doing something, I this is the last part I was going to add to it, as long as you're doing that and you're actually contributing to society, like you're either a like you're a handyman, you're a carpenter, like your dad so, for your so own a business. Real, a real job is contributing to my daddy's society. a bus driver. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought he was an Uber driver now. In some form or kind fashion. of an Uber driver now. In some form or fashion, yeah. Like as long as. You're enjoying doing what you're doing as long as that is your end, your life goal, like your passion, your love, then like anything so, could can, be a so real job. Pa- as long as you're doing something that you enjoy doing, then that's a real job. And can afford to actually yeah. have your uh, exist in this world with mater- like not just material gains, but an apartment, a car. Uh, food on the table, electricity, insurance, electricity. As long Gundams. as, like, as long as you can contribute and have all that stuff and not Pops. live in your. Uh... So that's more situational. So that's more of let's take the difference between a let's say a sixteen year old that's working at Taco Bell and still living with their parents. They're working in your definition. They're working a real job because they're making enough money to do what they want to do. Because they don't have to worry about rent or anything else because of their parents. They're working a real job within their situation. But take that same job being worked by a 35-year-old, and that's the only job they have is just working Taco Bell. Then that's not technically a real job because they're not doing something that they, A, enjoy, or B, is probably allowing them to have a lot more have wiggle room to correct yeah okay i mean i think that also how about this as a differential do you have a regular schedule that's yeah if you take everything that rich just said and add with a regular schedule that's how i look at it you know okay yeah um i worked at bj's and i hated that company so goddamn much uh going off of unions i actually got the entire store that i worked at to have to have like corporate come down and give us a presentation about why unions are bad and then at the end of it i went all that information you gave us is wrong 
and I wonder why they don't like me. <laughs> Let me put it to you like this. If you work at a store and they tell you that unions are bad, tell them they're out of their fucking mind and say that directly to your HR manager's face and watch them shut down because they don't know how to respond to somebody who actually has information on a subject. Right. So look it up first and then, you know, go and when they tell you unions are bad, tell them why and listen to their reasons and then say that thing that John said to say. No, no, tell them they're fucking stupid. <laughs> Especially oh, no. if you work in retail. If you work in retail and you work at, say, Walmart and they are telling you, oh, we don't need a union. Yeah, that's because I fund the rest of your goddamn paycheck because of all of the taxes they take out from the rest of us to feed your corporation that you work for. Oh, I got heated there. Here's <laughs> slightly. I'm going to drink some more. I, I have a proposal for another weird way of defining it. Okay. How about this? You, can, you can't wake up in the morning and go... I don't want to go today and just call your boss and say, oh, I'm sick. Here's the problem. fine. Wait, so that um, make any I can do that, though. Yeah, so can yeah. I. I, have yeah. I, I literally years. could just be like, uh, five minutes before my shift, yeah, I'm not coming in today. Don't feel well. Is it rude to do I, that? Yes. Yeah. I'd rather tell them ahead of time, yo, I'm not going to be in. Yeah. Are you taking a vacation, personal, or sick today? Yeah. Depends on how I feel that See, day. See, now you're talking about different types of jobs because, yes. like, our father works a job where he the uh, Yale University he, he drives you know the the buses and stuff around he he does that and it's a lot harder for him to just call in sick because they only have a limited amount of people to do that one job like you mail carrier you it's harder for you to call in and do that because you have specific groups that you need when you go to the other side and I mean I could technically do it but if I do it, like you're gonna look, be I, I'm gonna down. look down upon, and right. it's so, gonna be bad. It's not good. I think how he was trying to say it is: if you wake up in the morning and you hate and you like don't actually even, let's say you're just like, ah, I'm a little tired today. Like how in that situation? Oh, I'm gonna call in sick. No, I think how he's trying to actually state and make a statement is: I despise my job. I'm gonna play sick because I don't feel like going in. I've done that before. But I mean, like, <laughs> I have days where I just despise my job. job. I don't like, want to go in. It? And I go in. When I had it's... my old principal, yes. We're not listening to you, Ryan. Yeah. We don't care. No, continue, Ryan. We, we were talking over you. No, I think I'm just wrong at this point. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Yeah. And I Cheers that. to that. That's, that's the definition yeah. of a real man. I, it, it's, the, it's the... Uh, it's kind of like, oh, I, I, I guess it's more of just my way of looking at my how I do my job, kind of, because I just Boy, feel like I can never call out sick because much. it would be a bad thing if I do, and yeah. I don't. But see, with my job, everyone already looks down on us originally, so we can't get any lower. But this I've, is, seen, this I've is, seen the pictures the kids make for you and stuff like that. The, oh, the, yeah. They the, write the nice notes <clears throat> and stuff. The kids? Yes. Yeah. The kids are probably nicer to the custodial staff and the school I work at than some of the teachers because that's because teachers are dicks. And I'm sorry if you're a teacher, but I mean, I went through three years of schooling to become a teacher only for my professor to say, who's a history major. Okay, cool. Start applying to Starbucks. You know, it's, I had, that was the, the, the single biggest moment in my life that I was like, Oh, I fucked up. And now I'm a bartender. I mean, but there's nothing wrong with being a bartender. No, absolutely not. And you know what the fucked up thing is? Is I make more money 
than most of the teacher friends that I have. Yeah, because you get a good uh, relationship with your customers. Mm -hmm. If they enjoy your company, they'll tip you more, which is an amazing thing. That's why I used to do it on the side. Yep. Okay, so here's another question. What What is the best job that you've ever had? Ryan, I think this would be a more interesting question for you because uh, our listeners don't know, you went to culinary school, you yes. were a chef, you yes. tried to be a chef for a, a long time. He was then, a yes. chef for a short time. Yeah, so you tried to be a chef. I was a, a chef, chef for five years. Was it yes. really five years, Ryan? Yes, it so was you, five years. You went to culinary school to be a chef, you were a chef, and then you said, this sucks balls, and then you yeah. decided to do something different. So yeah. I think hearing about the best job and why it's the best job or why it's not the best. Job, I think it would be an interesting thing coming from you. So I want to um, start with you. So working for the postal service is like that scene. Every it's this, it's this, uh, it's a constant. Have you ever watched the movie fury? Yes. Yeah. The scene when they're all sitting on the tank right after a battle and they're all sitting there and they're smoking and one of them, I forgot who plays it. I think it's, I think it's Was Shia, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Shia LaBeouf's <laughs> character. Just suddenly, just goes, "Best job I ever had." And then they're all laughing. They all just go, "Best job I ever had." That's the feeling at the end of the day as a wor- as a postal worker. Yeah, you know that. Is just like your job sucks, but at the same time, it could be worse, or it could like. It's just, it's not a bad job. And I like delivering mail, and it sucks. Like, on a daily basis, there's something that sucks about it. Okay. But compared to when I was a chef... That's what I wanted to get Which was what I had a passion for, and I went into working it, and I thought I really loved it. And I really liked it for a while, but then it just became this slog to go into work. (laughs) And my whole body pretty much just broke down going into work and working too much and all these things. So now and, I, I just have a nice job that I go in at a specific time. No. Yeah. You know, for yeah. me and Ryan actually worked together for, Ryan got me my first quote real job, which was, you know, at the, the restaurant. At this time he was a dishwasher. I was, I was brought in because they needed a new person to be a dishwasher. So I took it about three weeks later, my dad passed away. And three months after that, I became a prep cook. Don't ask me why that whole dad thing is important. It will be later. Um, on the test? Yeah, it's going to be on the test. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to be on the test attached I'm, to the podcast you're listening to right now. I'm actually setting up like my whole story arc for the next like 16 <laughs> or so episodes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, it's like I started working at that job. And then I think within a month of you getting me the job, you left and went to the old folks home. Yes. Where I worked with you. Yes. Um, because I get all my friends' jobs pretty much. <laughs> this is what I do. Like, oh, you need a job? I got a place for you. <laughs> I didn't need a job. I wanted a job. <laughs> but I mean, like, I worked that. I worked my ass off at that job, and I I look back all the time, and I think about you know the good and the bad, and how much the ugly. It it, it, it was a shitty job at the start, and then it got better. And then Ryan came back to work at a different location and it got even better because him and I would just bullshit with each other about how much, which restaurant was better. It was always mine because his was not to, it wasn't like 
poorly managed, but it was just there were so many awkward things that happened there that you tell me about. I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm not dealing with that. No, my location was a lot better because it was a lot nicer location. Just and because our it was food newer, was nicer. No, it wasn't. Yeah, because I was making it. Thusly, <laughs> it was better than your food. Yeah, but you didn't make pizza like I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So going, going back, we're getting into a pissing contest. <laughs> My dick's one. bigger. Uh, no, getting, getting I've back seen them both of the same size. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. really weird. It's kind of like cloned. If you, you're not sure who's is who's. And I don't, think the, I don't think the bigger dick makes the stream longer. So it's <laughs> beside the point. It's My, all the power. The, the only way we can tell them apart is that mine speaks with a German accent. <laughs> only oh, on weekends. <laughs> anyway. No, but so so. Like, mine yeah, speaks with like, a French. Yeah. Mine speaks with a French accent. Wow. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Oh. No. Dad we've, jokes are bad. We've we've gone way off base here. Let me let me reel this back in. Let me give you the quick spark notes for the last five minutes. Uh, Ryan got me a job. I was a dishwasher. Three months later, I became a prep cook. Shortly after that, I was a pizza chef. Okay. That's a the pe- that- You were a pizza. Chef. Oh my god. I was in You can't chef. Okay, a let's pizza. let's move off of these two for a second. Let's move on to Steve. <clears throat> Tell the listeners why you love your job so much and is it the best job you've ever had? And financially, this is the best job I have ever had. But this is not my favorite job. My favorite job was back when I was in high school at Sound School. I was uh we're just giving away all the personal details. Everyone's just going to be able to stalk the shit out of us. We actually I don't... filmed this on location <laughs> nope. in Ansonia, Connecticut. <laughs> just throw them way off. I can literally fine. throw a football and hit a Denny's. <laughs> Wait, there's a Denny's around here? Yeah, there yeah, is. There's someone looking at a map right now like, what the fuck? <laughs> all right, so my favorite job that I've ever had was when I was a launch attendant. I got to take care of a, a house next to uh, a lovely uh, building that's Anthony's Ocean View. Couldn't think of what it was. A catering place. There we go. For weddings and everything. But uh, the house I took care of, I did yard work, uh, took care of the boats. I brought people out to their yachts. I went fishing a lot. Um, Just love your fishing. I, I do. Like... He's fishing for compliments Don't forget, right when now. I was growing up, I wanted to be a marine biologist. And then we were kind of told... I think that everyone went to high, sound school, had the original idea of, I want to be a marine biologist. And then we were sat down and by told, one of our teachers. I'm not going to name names. That one I And he went, you do realize that being a marine biologist means you're going to write a lot. Oh, no. And every kid ever went, I have to write? Yeah, fuck that. No, no, because we all thought it was just going out and being, ooh. Fish. Look, look, look at the, look the fish, colors. Look at the whales. I'll no, make, make go, the intern write this paper. You have to go, look at this whale. Now write me 30 pages on what you're doing with this whale. I, I was talking about one of the other teachers, a woman, who told us, oh, that's great. Get your box now to live in. But Wow, kind of like my professor in college telling me to start applying to Starbucks. I wanted to be a history teacher, just for the record, so that everybody doesn't think like I was a shitty historian. And if that's if, why he's always talking about the past. If no one wants to to look up what John looks like, he looks like a history teacher, but younger, so no, <laughs> it no, totally fits. Like, yeah, he, for the most part, I could yeah. see him being a history teacher, maybe in middle school. Oh yeah. Here's the thing, I I would love that because in middle schools when they get the cool subjects like the the ancients and all that, which is what I you know studied. That was what. I dropped, uh, I initially dropped the secondary ed part of my degree and I went for just a street uh, uh, Bachelor of the Arts, 
which has actually set me up for better things. I'm in the process now of getting a job at my favorite cider company to literally just sell their, oh. their, their ciders. And then not to mention all the extra ciders that you get to probably take home. Well, yeah. I mean, somebody's got to drink them. It just always has to do with alcohol with you, right? It does. Yeah, it does. Share the wealth. I'll bring it. Okay. I'll, I'll totally I'll drink it. The... Wait, wait. I brought one last week and you didn't like it. Do they have something else? No. Okay. So I think uh, <laughs> moving over to Rich, we can move from best job to worst job pretty well because we both probably have the same best job, worst job in mind. Well, hey, but, you didn't ask what my favorite job was. Okay, you want to go ahead? No, yeah. because this is going to become another pissing contest. I guarantee you it won't. Okay. I guarantee you it won't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it's actually, before I even, this wasn't technically a real job. I want to make that known. Uh, a family friend who owns his own stone company, uh, basically, he would just go out and, like, build patios and walkways. They needed just a schlub to do some, to do some lifting, Love grab some word. stuff. And I was a going in to become a senior in high school i worked for four days with these guys uh, just grabbing bricks and bringing them over and it was the best job i ever had we worked in the sun all day we worked from 7 30 in the morning until about three or so in the afternoon we took a, a, a 20 minute break or so around nine we took an hour for lunch we took like another 20 minutes in the afternoon we're just chugging gatorades together just shooting the shit they're and drinking beer no, no, I, I wasn't old enough, but I will say at a Christ, family Christmas party, we had a couple of shots of tequila, and we would just go on. That's a whole that that's the the alcohol arc to this. Um, There's that always going to be an alcohol component <laughs> every single time. Uh, that was my favorite job because I got to work with two really just fun people, and it was the most relaxing I could it could have been compared to all the stress of the, of, a, of a restaurant that I currently have. So let's move over to Rich. Um, so we work for a data backup company, and they treat us pretty fucking well. I, I mean, in, in my opinion, it's that was an ambulance. Wambulance. Yeah, sorry for the background noise, everyone. That we was an ambulance. Have, I would have, have, have to agree. Like... If, if the stalkers want to get a little closer, I live near uh, a hospital, so. But uh, <laughs> Rich, you want, you want to tell the listeners a little bit about some of the benefits and things that we get at work and why at least for me this is the best job i've ever had so i mean i used to love energy drinks a lot you get them for free i, I mean that, that, that like might energy be drinks, free right, monster we... free free red bull hey hey like... free slushies free coffee there used to be free cocaine yeah, totally. I, um, I actually love Okay, cocaine. cocaine, the energy drink, not the drug. Okay? <laughs> not what you told me. No, it's the energy drink. <laughs> hey, we, we, have, we have a good supply of balls that we can pay for. Yeah, that's true. Actually, no, <laughs> they took balls away our ball steel. supply. They took away our ball supply. Yeah, sadly. They... I don't know. I don't drink the energy drinks uh, anymore, so. But, um, I mean, so one of the other great things is they want you to further your advance in your career at the company. So they help push you towards it. It's like, oh, you need something to a certification like Net Plus, Linux Plus to further your career path. Okay, go take it. Okay, yeah. you passed it. Cool. Here's the money back. Yeah, and they pay for it as long as you pass it. Yeah, it's that's an amazing thing. The career uh, furtherment, the benefits, the health benefits, the food benefits, the events, the gifts. Like it's definitely without doubt the best job I've ever had, and I'm not sure how anything would ever be able to surpass it. Rich, you ever been bit by a, d a dog while you're working? Yes. 
<laughs> there, there's a dog there at work and it bit you? Don't there is, there is no, there no, there is, is, a, dog, there is a dog. But I didn't get bit at this job. I got bit when I was a working in Bolt Marina. And I, I, actually, no, that, I was, I was talking about specifically this job. You, you saying, didn't like, say that. Job is stressful. I'm well, saying we, we do. We do have a dog at work actually, because yeah. we have a legally blind uh, employee. We have a legally blind colleague yeah. who has a what? dog. He has a guide dog. What does this legally blind employee do at a he's computer company? He's actually fairly fucking brilliant. He's a oh brilliant engineer. He's a brilliant coder. He, uh, I believe, he handles our phone system as one I of the things he, he does. Yeah. Um, but he he uses yes. a he uses a program called Dragon where it talks to him and then he talks and it types for him. So he doesn't need he doesn't need his eyes so to do that's the computer. One thing, that's, like that's if, magical. Yeah, I know. That's, he's that's awesome. Like next level shit right there. Yep. I know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm I want to quick. go to your work just to watch him work and make a okay, documentary I do, or I do something say about him. We have stories, or I've heard stories about new people that have been freaked the fuck out because he'll be sitting at his desk looking. They had to give him a monitor because he used to be looking at his desk with a microphone and a keyboard and nothing else. <laughs> and he used, to be, he used to be sitting at his desk typing and then hearing it come back to him and, and just staring straight ahead and people would be freaked out because they didn't they didn't know him so they didn't know he was blind. I um I want to steal this dragon program and play StarCraft with it. You actually can. I did it in college. That's rad. Alright. You could do anything you could do on your computer you can do with dragon. So basically what you're saying I, is anything this, I can do it can do better? Yep. Yeah. Basically. This just seems like the most amazing thing to me. It that I really just, I just really want to go. I hope he keeps that monitor off all day long, too. Just so he looks like a guy who escaped the insane asylum and just wandered into the work and just sat down just and started like walking to a computer. No, have a screensaver of all the employees as he's doing it. Oh, he's, he's well, a, no. Well, no. That would be a fun thing that you could do. You could put whatever you want on the screen because yeah. he doesn't know what's on the screen. <laughs> he, exactly. He can see, but he's technically legally he's blind. He's legally blind. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's not yeah. as fun, though. That's, that's He's an awesome dude, though. Like, he he's really he's, amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. I'm going to be honest. I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, really. We're so, dead. No. Yeah, we're, hey, no. Co-worker, I, I hope he does really... because if he does... You are a magic man, and I want to shake your hand. Okay? Oh, please. No. Aww. So let's move over because I'm pretty sure that we're also going to share this. What is the worst job you've ever had? Yeah, I really would have to give it to the computer repair shop. Uh, I mean, so... Oh, that's We can say here. What is he going to do? Sue us? I don't care. I'm not actually saying okay. where I I'll talk shit about it. It used to be on Orange on the Post Road. It still is. It still so, is. It still is. It's, oh, it used to be across from a Bertucci's. Bertucci's ain't there no more. Let's just leave that shit out. Okay. So this is a double-edged sword for me, really. It is one of the jobs that I hate the most, but it's pushed me to be in the career path where I am now. So there is some good in it. Oh, yeah. No, same with me. Like, I learned everything that I used to get to the best job I've ever had, the current job that I have. I learned from the worst job I had. But I think why I hate it the most is majorly how, A, the person that ran it actually treated you, and B, uh, 
basically you were forced to work overtime and I personally worked six days a week for two years. Yeah, it was it was a bad work environment. It was someone who didn't care about their employees and didn't know what they were doing running a computer repair company and the employees tried to do what they could, but it was it was a horrible working experience. But we'll, we'll just leave it at that. So let's get a little bit more from some of our other colleagues here. Uh, let's move to Steve. Steve, do you have in mind what your worst job you ever had was uh, and why? The worst job I ever had was actually working at a retirement home. <laughs> the job <laughs> I got you. Uh, I'm so sorry, no, Steve. No, no. Actually, I enjoy that place better than the place I worked for five years Is it previously. There was no hot oh. chicks? <laughs> uh, no. They all befriended me and made me their younger or bigger brother, Steve, who was gay. Wait, was that the one where I got in my car home? out driving yes. away from with you? Yes. He's talking, okay. he's talking about all the CCAs. That's what, not CCAs. <clears throat> um, the, 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 the CAs, the, the RNs. Yeah. The, the RNs and everything, yes. Yeah. Like, I got to go on one CNAs. date. CNAs. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I meant. Well, yeah. I went on one date with one of them, and she fell asleep during it. Yeah, no. Oh, no, thank you. wow. <laughs> Not for nothing. She I fell asleep during what, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, the movie. It, it that's was what they were going <laughs> What kind of movie was this? No, uh, that's, did that's the plumber they're... Did the plumber already come in yet? <laughs> or was it, was, he it was actually the plumber I fell asleep during the notebook. Yeah. I bet you would. Yeah. Such a good movie. Why did you fall asleep? It's a beautiful movie. I didn't like it. Oh. Well, I didn't like it for the fact of the hours were very shitty. I went into work at 6 a.m., got out at about 10 a.m., had to go back for 3 p.m., work till 7 30. You're welcome. <laughs> About 7.30 p.m. I'm drinking my beer, Steve. <laughs> it was good. I'll drink more. No, you won't. I'm going to finish it right now. Oh, damn. But my hours were just so sporadic. It just, it drained me. So eventually, I got a position where I only worked 6 to 2.30. And then Ryan, your lovely brother, got me a job at the place where I actually enjoyed more. And eventually I got fired from the first place because of rumors that was never said or done. Lo and behold, I was called by the cops for no reason. And I kind of laughed and just like, yeah, no, that wasn't me. Okay, good story. Nice. Mm. Uh, Rivnot, worst <clears throat> job you've ever had. Thank you for the beer. Ah, you dick. <laughs> no. <for> <laughs> Please don't finish my beer. I wasn't no, going to. really enjoying it. Did you ever get any? No, he Good. didn't. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> um, I think the worst job I ever had, I'm going to jump back to the pissing contest that Ryan and I just had, which is the, that restaurant. Oh, no, no, no. I take that back. That was the second worst job I had of the five. The worst job I ever had, coincidentally, was right down the street from their high school in City Point, New Haven, where I got fired for maintaining the food code because they wanted me to to pour more iced tea onto the already week old iced tea. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's pretty fucking gross. And uh, the manager was like, either do it or go home. I'm like, all right, peace. And I, I didn't have a car or my license at the time. So I walked from City Point, New Haven, which is right on the water, to the train station because it was Sunday and the buses didn't run on Sunday. Yep. Got on the train, took the train to, to Bridgeport. From Bridgeport, had to take the the train back to Seymour. 
again, I'm just adding more fuel to where I live fire. And then walked from that train station back to my house. Rich is currently shaking his head because he's the most personal person. So the more details that we give out about ourselves, the easier it is to find him. (laughs) Norwalk's a pretty big place. (laughs) The judge is throwing these little nuggets in the wrong direction. Wait, I thought he lived in Blank City. I don't know. I'm bringing my Vulcan next time. <laughs> Alright, just because you don't want to say you're from Oklahoma, just you don't have to worry about God it. God damn it! I, I, no, he's from, he's from a special land that's half Mexico and half Ireland, and you don't know what it is? I didn't want to bring it there. No, for our listeners, that was a short joke. Um, and racist. <laughs> But yeah, no, still to this day, like four years later, they actually refused to give me my final paycheck. They would, uh, confiscated cash tips. Everything in the restaurant was my duty, whether or not it was my duty. If, you know, (laughs) um, you know, it's like I had to clean the place every night, open the place every morning, do the inventory, you know, um, take. Were you a manager? No. I had to take tables, but then I'm told I'm not a server. And I'm like, okay, so then what I'm in? They're like, oh, well, you're a busser. Okay, well, bussers don't take tables, so... so that... Doing all they can to cut quarters and make Absolutely. money. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I found out was after they fired me, I, I technically will tell people that I quit. I, I say actually I was fired where I quit fired. Yeah. Um, but they re- had to replace me with two human beings neither of which were any good so they had to replace those two with three all at the same time (laughs) this place was you know maybe 20 seats okay total you know it's about this i don't want to you know use this room as a description but it's about the size of this room the whole place so so you know exactly what i'm talking about so the fact that we're outside it was as big as outside (laughs) yeah it's actually snowing it's fucking cold Told you to wear a jacket. About, it's really fucking warm. Yeah, it's hot out here. It's like 85 degrees outside. Listen, I, I hate the fact that you're both from Arizona and this is warm for you as I <laughs> pretend to be cold for the lack of, of viewers. All right, we're in Hawaii. There's nothing bad about it. I mean, uh, Connecticut. Yeah. Special broadcast from Hawaii. I can see us doing that. Okay, Ryan. Do you want to tell us what your worst job was? Is it that you were a head chef? Was that the worst job? That was my move, worst job. Do you want to move closer yes. to the mic and tell us what your worst job was? My worst job was when I was a head chef because it literally killed my body. I was so stressed. It was so bad. And I mean, like, I feel bad if my former bar boss listens to this because I don't hate him as a person. Like, I really enjoy him. I really, really enjoy working. Oh, I, I enjoyed working there as far as like everybody I worked with and everything like that. The job just sucked. It was way too much and it just killed my passion. <clears throat> I'm gonna for being jump a in chef. too because you and I were you were working about I think slightly less than I was because I was working six days a week for at least 14 hours a day. No, so was I. Okay, yeah. cool. Then we're both in the same shit creek on this one. I would go home, shower, crack open a beer, sit down on my couch, and fall asleep halfway through the beer. Wake up around 2 in the morning, finish the beer, and then go to bed. Because I don't, you know, mama didn't raise no quitter. Say that Uh, again. (laughs) And then I'd get up, my my ex-girlfriend, or my now ex-girlfriend would be like, we're going to the gym. I'm like, "I, I don't want to. 
like, but but I want to go to the gym. I'm like, then go to the gym. I have to work 14 hours a day. It's going to suck for me if I have to go to the gym yeah. every goddamn morning. So she would wake me up at 7. We'd go to the gym for an hour and a half. I would get to work for, for 9 or so and then just be there until, you know, 11 mm-hmm. or so at night, roughly. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I had, I was working six days a week. I was working from 8 a.m. till 11 or midnight. Yep. And I was, I literally did the same thing. I would drive all the way home and then I would heat up food that was like, even though I was cooking all day, all I ate was garbage. Yep. So, and then I would fall asleep next to my now ex and I would fall asleep next to her. And that's pretty much the only time I ever saw her because I would wake up the next morning and be at work again. And it didn't matter. And that was six days a week. And then the one day off a week, I had to get everything done in my life. And I mean, my job right now is kind of like that a little bit. But at least I get but, out in time to do stuff like this. But, I mean, also your current job, like you would tell me like, yeah, you go to work for say seven in the morning. Yeah. Or, or eight in the morning. And then you're home by six or so roughly. Yeah. Like I would take that over what you and I do. Oh yeah. It's every so much day. better. You know, yeah. my, my last job, I was the quote unquote full timer and I, I had a set schedule, which is actually what I would, which is what I say, you know, for a real job where I was Monday night, Tuesday, lunch, off Wednesday, Thursday, lunch, Friday night to close Saturday until they told me to go home. And that could be five in the afternoon. That could be two in the morning. So it was just a matter of I either worked my ass off or I worked my ass off slightly less. I mean, back when I worked two jobs, I worked 6 to 2.30 in the morning, had to be at the other retirement home for, what, 4? 4 to 8? Yeah, so, you know, I I said earlier I worked at BJ's. That was because, you know, after that restaurant fired me, I was unemployed for three weeks, and I struggled everything I could to find any job I could get. That's how I found the restaurant where I was working in the kitchen. My boss hated me at the time because I was not a good line cook. And then I applied to BJ's. I got the job in the deli there, which is when I found out that people are kind of just garbage. <laughs> um, Except for you listeners. You guys are great. No, no, no. no. I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> let me let me word this better for you. If you go up to a person who's doing their goddamn best and you berate them, you're a piece of shit. But if you go up to somebody who's just slacking off and you say, hey, uh, I need this. Can you stop trying? That's a totally different thing. Unfortunately for me, it was always the former that pissed me off for everybody that I had to serve at the place. So I would work whatever my hours at the restaurant were. My hours at BJ's were the opposite. So if I had to work um, the restaurant in the morning until, say, 3, 30, 4 o'clock, I was at BJ's for 4.30 until close. So I was still working, you know, 60-hour weeks roughly. And I'm just not making any money because all of my money went straight to bills. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that if I work 60 hours now, I get paid for all that with extra. Yep. Except people shit on you all the time. <clears throat> no, they shit on the toilets that I clean. I was going to say they shit on the floor. <laughs> or on the floor. Who, who pooped the bed? Or on the wall. And it's mostly children, so... Ah... <laughs> Sure, we'll go with that. So elementary school, go figure. Okay, so the final thing that I wanted to cover is any funny work stories that we have. Anybody have anything that comes to mind? 
with a funny anecdote or story. I got attacked by a dog last week. Is that a funny story? I, yeah. If, if I wanted to get reminded to not fucking deliver steaks, then absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm not going to tell this story. You don't <laughs> want to tell this story? It's scary as hell. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I, I deal with customers all the time, and you really realize sometime, especially people who are getting up there in age, that they don't have anything better to do than fuck with their mailman all day long. Ryan, you do have a funny anecdote about the post office you can tell, though. Which one? About retirement in Florida. Oh, yeah. Did you know that there is literally a town of Florida that is made up entirely of retired mailmen? I did not. Yeah. It's all dudes. It's, it's all, it's in mailmen. It's... It's basically mailman land. So it's literally lands. a town of mailmen. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's mailmen in there. It, it's it's mailmen, man, mail, mail women, baby. mail carriers. Uh, do they have their own mail person? They do. See, and that's the funny thing. I've talked, I want to, that job. I've talked to people about it, like people who've been down there, because people actually like, it's like an encouraged thing because it's not through the actual postal service that it's organized. It's through the union. Like, it's a town of all union members. <laughs> really? I've talked to a couple of people who've been down there, and they say that the mail carrier down there is just harassed all the time <laughs> with people trying to tell them about work stories. Back in my I day, mean, we had to walk uphill <laughs> yeah, with exactly. the mail both ways in the snow. Back in my day, we had to take a cart with a horse and uh, deliver the mail. Do you remember... When the when the mail truck was actually a horse drawn, Patrick Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where that was going when he started. That. I, was like, I knew where it was going right away. <laughs> See, because the thing about the mail service is, everybody seems to think that they're the only customer that you service in a day. You are. They don't I realize am the only customer you have to service. Yes. Yeah, they they don't realize <laughs> that you're my servicing. Service? You're, you're servicing like three hundred. <laughs> customers sometimes like 400 customers on one route it's in a day and it's exhausting and it's like just so much so much stuff and people think that you know exactly where their mail is and you know their name excuse me it's Ryan, like, no why is I my don't package know. not here yet okay so i have to deal with this so i have to deal with kind of the, the same thing okay but do you get to go piss in your best friend's bathroom once no, in a while no. okay, because so, ryan does every time he delivers my mail in seymour well he yep. does the same thing when he's mailing he's which is the same route unnamed yeah, it's the same route. Sure. The he same also route. stops at my mom's house once in a while. I don't know why. It's not even on the route. <laughs> but, I mean, Your mom I, really likes me. That's why, John. No, my mom <laughs> likes everybody more than me. I kind of, I mean, I, I kind of have the same thing. Like, I have, I have a, a ticket queue that I look at, and the ticket queue, most of the time, almost all the time, it's different. It's oh, let's say like twenty different partners, twenty different customers that I'm looking at. Every single one of them thinks that they're the only one that I need to be working on. And that's that's just a common thing. Is that they just look at it as I'm the only important thing in your life. 
Am so, I not? Am I not the only important thing in your John, life? John, you are the most important thing in all of our lives. I swear to God, not I mine. hope that your wife does not listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not mine, though. Sorry. John is the main character of this story, and we're just side characters. Oh, yeah. This, I can totally see that's how he sees this. Uh, only if he starts drinking gin, he'll be in my story. I don't drink gin for a reason, Steve. <laughs> you should make me a gin and tonic next time. Come on. You're, huh? like, slacking on your bartender skills. Yeah, but I mean, like, do you have gin in this room and or a can of tonic with a glass that I can make it? I'll Actually, make yes. sure it's all set up for you next time then. Okay, so as the person who commonly works with alcohol, which is the Me. funny story. Well, I was going to turn to Rich first, or not to, not to Rich, to John first. But as a person who commonly works with alcohol, which is the funny story lubricant, um, do, you, do you have any funny stories about customers in the bar? Um, I, so I don't have like specific stories. I can tell you that some of the best days I worked there were um, breakups. Okay. Oh my god, watching two people either and and failed dates uh, are the two greatest things that I used to see at the bar. Um, there was a night. Oh geez, maybe five months. It was right before I went to Gen Con, and. I was, it was the Monday right before I was like in countdown mode to vacation and this dude brings in a girl and I'm just watching this whole thing just, just fail the entire time. And finally I'm like, so can I get you guys dessert? And he's like, no, we're good. And she goes, yeah, I'll have the creme brulee. And it, it's not that it was funny. It was just that she was so ready to be done with it. And she's like, I'm going to drag this the fuck out. <laughs> I'm gonna use your money. I'm getting well. No, they end up paying Dutch, which is totally fine. But oh, okay. um, there was another night back. Oh, geez. Um, it was before I went to Disney last year. Um, so it was, and it was a Tuesday night. Don't ask why I remember that it was a Tuesday night. I just do. <laughs> it's how my memory works. We'll we'll do an episode on it. Um, oh, we can do an episode on that. Sure we well, can't do an episode on me. I get it. Um, but it was another. It was another date. And this one went really well, and I was happy for them, except for the fact that it was 11.30 at night, I'd worked a double, and I had turned all the fucking lights off. Get the fuck out! So they were that annoying couple you see in the movies or in TV shows, where the, the person is sweeping and they're still yeah. there. Yeah, oh yeah. I was literally about to be like... anybody who works in, in any kind of job like that looks at that and goes, why the fuck are you still not, sitting there? So not for nothing, like, we had turned the bar lights off, we turned the bar TV off, I turned all the, the little things off, the kitchen light was off. I'm drinking a beer at this point, just like <laughs> staring them down. They're having a good old time. I hope they had sex that night, just to show my approval. I also hate you. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> I hope they do. Um, no, and then like just sad stories. Pretty much just watching, like, I would say that the saddest story I ever had um, I mentioned earlier that my dad had passed away on August 1st, a month after Ryan got me the job at um, the, the, the first restaurant. I was the uh, server for a funeral party, the repast. And you know how the, it's a somber event. It's not great. Sorry to kill the mood, by the way. No, that's fine. Um, I can listen. You're bearing your soul. I am. I, I'm a shitty human being. So tell, that's what I Tell do. the listeners who you are. Uh, that's also why he's also jerking it. I'm not actually. That's that's a false thing. But uh, my dad <laughs> Oh, oh, that's terrible. Like that's worse than terrible. No, but uh, so I'm 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 the the sole 
waiter at this party and I'm the bartender, so I'm, and it's a buffet, so it's pretty easy. You don't need too much manpower. And I, I find the person whose parent it was that died, and I, you know, I, I make the note. I'm like, I'm sorry for your loss. You know, I lost my dad seven years ago or however long it has been since the time of this recording. Um, you know, I've been there. I understand. I empathize. And I saw that person go from ready to just cry to like a little just glimmer of hope shined in her eyes. And that's probably my favorite story I will ever have from working in a restaurant is that I took a shitty situation for them and I made them kind of okay with it because death happens. Yeah. So do taxes, but I don't pay those. Death and taxes. That one's for the IRS. That joke's for the IRS. Oh yeah. All the IRS people listening. Yeah. All, all 2,200 of them, I'm assuming. Hey guys, the cops are here. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, anybody else have any funny work stories or should we wrap it up there? So for me, the... oh, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> it's mainly when we worked at the computer repair shop. I found a lot of joy calling up part, uh, the customers. You almost called them partners? Yeah, I almost did. <laughs> a lot, I had a lot of joy calling up those uh, customers that they had dead cockroaches. Oh, yes. And disgusting stuff inside of the computers. I would just yes. call them and be like, um, yeah, there, there's dead cockroaches. We're not working on it. Come pick it up. So the, You don't have to pay for the uh, diagnostic fee either. So we already said that the computer repair shop was in Orange. So where we were in Orange, we got at least, what, two a week probably of this? But you would, you would open up a desktop and you would immediately smell it as soon as the, the panel came off. But you would open it up and you would see... Sometimes before, too. Sometimes before, but you would see dead cockroaches. You would see yellow liquid all over the motherboard. Um, it, it would just be signs that there was cockroaches or bugs, spiders we saw yeah. all the time, that kind of stuff. And for some reason, they like giving me that job to call them up. Well, I mean, the funny thing is, is that you can't do any work. So no matter what they brought it in as, yeah. the first thing you had to do was throw it into a trash bag, yep. seal the trash bag up, throw a sign on the side of it, and call them. And you would either get one of three things. You would get no answer. You would get someone who picked it up and just would somberly go, oh, okay, I'll come pick it up. Or my personal oh, favorite, man. my personal favorite is the person who would pick it up, you would tell them that, and then they would sit there and argue with you or yell at I you. I would love fighting be, with them. be very angry at you that I you're telling them this. I love fighting them with them with that, because it just brought some so much joy, just because how shitty the job was at times. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, no, no, you're a disgusting piece of shit. My favorite question is I would say, oh, we're, we apologize. There was cockroaches in your computer. My favorite follow-up question is, did you fix it? Yep. I, I've gotten that a few <laughs> times, and I'm like, yeah, no, we close it back up and come it's pick it up. It's currently in a trash bag. Please come pick it up, or it will be thrown away in a week. <laughs> that's that's basically what we, we you, had to tell you them. You told them a week? I said three days. Was it three days? I, no. I don't remember. You've got 12 uh, was, minutes to get here. It was supposed to be a week, but I would just tell them three days just to try to force them to come in yeah. to pick it up because I would bring it up to them with such joy and a smile. Like, here you go. See, from the computer. Here's your trash bag with your computer in it, now, you trash person. Now, now, Justin and or Rich, for the people at home who may or may not have to deal with this also, what can they do Nothing. to get you to fix their computer? If they have cockroaches or bugs in it, nothing. There's really? absolutely nothing. It's it's a hazmat. It's a um it's a health issue. Oh. There's there's nothing that they can do. 
And once a cockroach has gotten in, because they like the enclosed warm spaces, once they've gotten in there and started peeing all over it and doing, you know, dying all over it, mm. once they've started doing that, it has a smell that you're not going to get out of there mm. unless you really replace all the components in that computer. And so at that point, you might as well just buy a new computer. Yes. There's nothing you can do. Thermite. Thermite. So, if anybody doesn't know, thermite is aluminum and I forgot what the mixture Isn't is. Thermite also an explosive? No, no it's no. not an explosive. Thermite it's a slow is burning. It burns technically legal to own, have, and hold. Well, there goes the it burns in our houses tonight. <laughs> it's thermite and something. I don't remember the mixture. Please don't look it up because then they're gonna blame us that you went and started throwing yes. thermites on shit. So unless you're over eighteen and don't mind doing some jail. Even if you're over eighteen, please do not <laughs> please do not make thermite. It is very dangerous. Yeah, it is. So the uh, only other funny thing, if any anecdote that I can think of, because most of the stuff that I have from um, the computer repair shop, since you don't want to say the name. Uh, most of the stuff that I have from there is not specific stories. It's mostly situations that we were put into a lot. And the funniest one, other than the cockroach, is the people that would come in and they would say, why is my computer not working? And you would go to start it up and you would hear clicking. And you would know that it means the mechanical <laughs> hard drive is broken. And then you would ask them, so what did you do with this laptop? Did this laptop ever drop? And my favorite answer to this ever was I was at the stop I was at the top of a two part stairwell with the computer on <laughs> watching YouTube and it fell all the way down the stairs and then stopped working. And then I said, Well, your hard drive's busted, you need a new hard drive. Why is my hard drive busted? Well, because there's a little disc in there that's spinning at thousands of, of RPM and you just dropped the laptop. And probably shattered it, if not put a bunch of scratches onto it. So, congratulations. Don't do that anymore. So, speaking about that, actually, I do have one that you just reminded me of. Uh, somebody came in with a Panasonic Toughbook. Now, these are designed to be beat up. Like, If anyone wants apart, to Google what it looks like, they look like, pretty cool. Think, so, Think the laptop from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. There basically, you go. yep. Yeah, exactly. Totally. So I, getting that cowboy reference, we now, yeah. wound up <laughs> having can't to do the food though, right? No, can't do the food. Uh, we wound up having to do a few things, remove a few viruses from the computer and everything else. And I was like, I was telling the guy, I'm like, oh, this is really cool and everything. Like you can pretty much beat this up and like throw it around, and your hard drive's gonna be safe and everything. He's like, oh, the hard drive's gonna be safe. He takes the thing and just throws it off the counter <laughs> into the wall and everything. I'm like, yeah, like that and he just winds up kicking it out the door kicking it picks it up looks at it screen's still on and everything he comes back to the window just thumbs up <laughs> two weeks later he's like yeah like i've been beating the shit out of this thing throwing it around you're right this is awesome i'm just like yeah it does have some limits though he's like well i don't care like i could beat the crap out of it yeah so i mean the computer repair shop gave us some some good things, but it still was a bad job. So I'm going to actually wrap it up there, ooh, unless ooh, anybody I got, has I got anything one, else. One more. Okay, we will allow one more from Rivnot. Uno mas. I um I got a job at a hobby shop, and then I got uh one of my friends a job there, and then one by one we stopped getting paid. Uh, granted, to be fair. I didn't technically really take a paycheck. I got paid on commission for shit I sold. 
Um, but the Just best cure commission. Oh yeah. Oh. But the best one was that um, the shop just up and closed. Without warning. Without. Well, I mean, I I knew it was happening. Right. One of the other guys knew it was happening. Oh, hobby shop. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you know what you're talking about. Okay. I I I heard hobby shop, and I thought like model planes and shit like that. And no, I, I, not technically. Well, shop. technically, yeah. they did have model planes. We did have model planes. Um, but the best was I would every time that the owner was a dick, I'd be like, I will fucking quit, and I'll take my D and D group elsewhere. And he'd be like, that shit terrifies me. I'm like, then don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and and lo and behold, my last day there was a Sunday, which is my D&D day. He closed about two weeks later because nobody was going in. Yeah. I fucking, just like with the bar where I had my regulars, I brought fucking people in. Ryan was one of them. Steve was another. I started working, though, so me stopped going wasn't because you left. I was there every once in a while. I yeah. just stopped going because he was a douche. <laughs> uh, and he, was... he kind of liked me, though, for some weird reason. Because you were, quote-unquote, just like him. Yeah, but I'm more like You likeable. can be a dick. I, <laughs> well, like, that is his name. Is, like, my name, Dick, is a nickname, so sorry. It's in my nature. Okay. Too bad so that's, your a, pants. that's a nice note to end on. So, um, again... Uh, we have a Twitter. We have an email. Um, we're on SoundCloud if you're listening on CastBox. And so, we are on CastBox so, if you're listening so on Justin, SoundCloud. What is our Twitter? Our Twitter is at 3EPPOD1. So it's basically three episode podcasts, just really shortened. So that's again at 3EPPOD1. And our email is three episode podcast at gmail.com all spelled out and uh and i have a twitter now with that with one follower yeah at rivnot it's pretty great also two people added me on facebook because of this podcast that was pretty rad that's awesome don't know if i like this or not so send us an email drop us a twitter if you enjoy the new content drop us a twitter Um, drop us a tweet drop us a tweet dude i've been doing this for two weeks i already know what he's talking about (laughs) So use that. Tell us, you know, what you want to listen to. This trio is going to be on adulting. Um, we will announce what the next episode is going to be on. Uh, on when Twitter. it happens. So everyone say goodbye. Like, comment, subscribe. Bye. Thumbs up. Everyone, bye. 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 bye.